you can do hard things. You can do things that you may not be familiar with. And just getting out of your comfort zone is also just very important as well. Like, don't just settle for complacency. Don't settle for what's comfortable, what you're used to. Challenge yourself to do new things, even if it scares you. Hi, I'm Maggie Bean. Welcome to the New to Product Marketing Podcast. Today, I'm joined by my guest, Abisola Arellano, and we talk about how she made the switch from TV journalist to product marketer and her reflections of her past six months as a new PMM. We're so happy to have you here, and we hope you enjoy the episode. Hi, how are you doing, Abisola? Hi, I'm doing well. How are you? I'm great. Thank you so much for being on today. I'm so excited to have you here. I'm really glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Awesome. So you, like me, are new to product marketing. Actually, you are newer than me to product marketing, which is so exciting by a few months. Yeah, it's been six months since I took the PMM leap and I'm and I'm loving it here, honestly. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I actually, on LinkedIn, you, you have this post kind of recapping your first six months, which I found really insightful and exciting. So we're definitely going to touch on some of that stuff and you kind of your thoughts about what it's been like for you. But first, I'd love it if you could just kind of introduce yourself, um, you know, who you are, what you do, and like a little bit about your background would be great. Yeah, so my name is Abby Sala, and um, I am a product marketing associate at a medical tech company. Um, like you mentioned, I've been in it for about six months. And prior to that, um, I worked as a TV reporter for a couple of years. So I transitioned from news to tech and I'm just, you know, diving right into this new role as a product marketer. And I think you won the award for probably most unique background that I've heard of going into PMM. <laughs> That's so cool. Just to get stuff rolling, I'm going to do some lightning round questions with you. So let's mm-hmm. let's get right into those. Okay, first, research project or writing project? Writing project. Remote, hybrid, or in-office work? Remote, but hybrid is a close second. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. Something you're new to? I'm learning how to play the acoustic guitar. Ooh, how exciting. Yes. Are, do you play any other instruments or is this your first instrument that you've played? Um, it's my first instrument, but I, I am a singer. So I just felt like this is a natural thing to learn. We're actually going to be like a little singer guitar duo. That's so right? cool. <laughs> how exciting. And um, what is your product marketing superpower? I would say messaging, anything that has to do with writing is definitely my jam. Awesome. And, you know, we talked about how you were a journalist and that was kind of your original career ambition. Um, But I would love to know more about how your career ambitions have kind of evolved over time and how that kind of led you to product marketing. Yeah. So growing up, I always wanted to be a journalist. And in college, I studied broadcast journalism. And like I mentioned before, I spent, you know, a few years working as a TV reporter. But, you know, as I like was diving into that industry, it was just sort of like, I realized that, you know, the long hours and like the crazy schedules, the 24 seven news cycle, um, the salary trajectory, and just constantly telling a lot of negative stories, that just wasn't what I wanted to do long term. And so I knew I had to pivot. And part of my career journey, I was trying to figure out how I can like, you know, best position myself in like the job market. And so I decided to get 
uh, to pursue my MBA, which I'm currently still doing. And with that, I did a lot of research on like post um, post MBA jobs that, you know, that I'd be interested in. And I stumbled upon product marketing and I just like fell in love with it. I just love that I could still use like my storytelling, my writing skills and and honestly, just a strategic um, mindset while also still being in a high demand growing field. And so from there, I did. A, I watched a lot of day in the life of a product marketing manager videos. And it was almost like the dream that I had within journalism, just like not even slowly, it faded away and it just sort of birthed into this new product marketing um, role and that I was really fascinated by. So yeah, now I'm on this journey of pursuing it and I'm really excited that dreams evolve. And I think that that was a, a lesson that I learned and I'm really grateful that I had my experience in news, but I'm glad that it evolved into product marketing now. That's great. Yeah, it is really cool how your dreams evolve over time. And uh, we did a lot when I was in college, like essays and stuff about where you want to be in five years time, 10 years time. And I think it would probably be entertaining to dig those up and be like, oh, what did I think I would be up to? Because <laughs> right. it's probably a lot different. But at the same time, I feel like things evolve how they should. And sometimes when things feel like failures or frustrations or you're running into doors, it's just because there's another opportunity for you that you're, you're better meant for. So that's, that's so great. Um, and what would you say is the easiest and hardest part of moving from your career in broadcast journalism to product marketing? The easiest part was just having that clarity of knowing that I wanted to do product marketing. Like I knew that, okay, news was not it for me long-term. And so making that decision was, was really easy. I feel like the most difficult part was actually conveying to employers that your skills and experiences that I had with, that I had within news and journalism were actually relevant to product marketing. That was definitely the most difficult because it's like, you can see where the transfer transferable skills are. You can connect the dots, but can you articulate that to employers? That's another challenge. Absolutely. And that leads right into my next question, which is how did you approach the overall application process? My strategy was like 60% networking, 40% applying. So first and foremost, I actually, you know, reached out to a bunch of product marketing uh, managers and I would just have like a lot of informational interviews just to kind of like gain some insight, gain a little bit of knowledge of their day to day and see how I could like gauge my experience within journalism to their experience. And so from there, then I had to like rebrand myself as a product marketer. I love to say like, if you don't believe you're a product marketer, no one else will. So even before you have the job, you need to position yourself position <laughs> position yourself <laughs> as a product marketer. And so that's what I did. I revamped my LinkedIn. I was like had the title product marketer, product marketer enthusiast, you know, like I positioned myself as that. And from there when it came to, you know, the application process, I definitely looked at a lot of job descriptions and I was like, okay, what is it that I've done? that could be relatively, you know, related to product marketing. And, and so it was definitely a journey, but I would say my biggest advice is to truly like, first of all, network with others, product marketers, because also those connections can lead to potential like referrals. Mm -hmm. um, and I would also say brand yourself and then also take on projects that you may not, um, that may be related to product marketing in your current role. Or even if they're, they're, you don't have the ability to do that, even find other projects that you can do on your own that can build up that product marketing experience. Mm -hmm. 
That's, that's so awesome. Yeah. I, I really love that advice, um, for, you know, people who are looking to position themselves and tell that story. Um, the networking is huge. The informational interviews, uh, I really love the concept of believing in yourself as a PMM and when you're positioning those past experiences, uh, what would you say are the strengths and like transferable skills uh, when you were telling your own story that you mapped from, you know, this was my strength in journalism and this is how um, it moved into PMM? Yeah, I definitely would say the storytelling, um, being a storyteller, obviously in a more like typical what you would think of as a story for a new story. Mm -hmm. um, I, I was able to like, hone in on that, that I know how to take, you know, information and, and position it in a way that is, is a, is a succinct narrative. It's a story. And that was definitely a thing that I played on that. I'm a storyteller. It may be that I'm telling the story of a product versus a story of like the community, but at the same time, I'm still using the same skills of creating narratives. And I would also say like, even just like the market research and like understanding how to take what the needs of my community that I was serving as a journalist and, and translating that to taking the needs of clients. Like it's when you, when you strip away the, the technical nuances and the jargon of like, okay, well, clients, viewers, you just get to the core of what it is and you can be like, Hey, like I've done that, you know, it may be different, like a different way of saying it, but I'm a storyteller. I know how to do, I can write, I can, you know, do research. I can definitely have a strategic mindset. And, and so it's definitely just looking at, you know, your experiences and just making sure that you can see, you can connect the dots, you know, and it's, it may be difficult, but you know, when you actually strip away, like I said, strip away all the other nuances of like the industry, like you, you have that experience. Absolutely. I also feel like there's something to be said for softer skills. And I can think of so many like softer skills in journalism that would transfer into PMM, specifically communication skills, uh, because product marketers, uh, especially in like smaller companies, or especially depending on the role can kind of be like the public face of the company. And like, you're on a webinar or you're, you know, doing a podcast or, you know, talking on behalf of your, you're on the phone with, uh, customers interviewing for them sure. for testimonials. Like I, I feel as if like those communication skills and being able to, um, you know, articulate yourself clearly, um, are really helpful. And also, um, in collaboration as well, um, cause you're collaborating with so many different yeah. departments. Uh, so I think that probably, um, I would assume those strengths that you, you know, built in journalism are, are helpful in PMM as well. Absolutely. I was even going to mention the cross-functional aspect. That was something that um, I, I definitely, um, you know, played as a strength during my interview process. Like mm -hmm. I worked with producers, I worked with photographers, I worked with so many different people. And like, I had to learn how to, you know, work and collaborate with all those different departments within news. And that's the same way where we work with sales, we work with product team, we work with so many other departments. And so things are transferable. You just have to really just get, stop getting that tunnel vision and just, you know, think outside of the box. And so that was definitely a big thing as well. Absolutely. And if there's anybody who's in um, journalism right now, who thinks PMM is uh, <laughs> right for you, then there you go. You got, you know, one-on-one.
in your six months of product marketing, um, I know, you know, we talked before, you've done a lot of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. What part of product marketing are you most drawn to? And like, do you enjoy the most? Um, and why, you know, do you enjoy it so much? Yeah, I would say um, product launches for like new products and features. I think that's like very, very exciting to be able to take a new concept, a new idea and go from the very bare bones of what it is to like the messaging to the sales enablement. I really, really enjoy it because it feels very impactful to know that what you're doing literally has a direct impact on how customers perceive that product Mm -hmm. and whether it's visually through the website copy whether it's through how the sales team even positions the product i think that's just like really humbling to know that you have that impact and it's just really exciting to like take it from the conception the idea of this product into the actual like launch and like see it throughout the product life cycle i really find that uh, very fascinating it is exciting because it's like wow like that's new and like you you had that that much uh impact on that so yeah in pmm you can feel like some ownership just because you were there at like the birth of the conception of like how <laughs> are we positioning this we collaborated on that um you know perfect um positioning line and now it's everywhere like i think that's that's so cool In your transition, what resources and strategies have you found are the most helpful building up your knowledge in tech and product marketing? Yeah, well, I feel like the OG of like, you know, product marketing, the product marketing alliance, that definitely helped a lot. (laughs) Um, I definitely looked at a lot of their resources. And I always love to say YouTube University, that definitely helped a lot too. There's a, There are a lot of content creators that are product marketing focused that I would watch their videos on like messaging and positioning from sales enablement. I would just watch their content and, and um, you know, just learn from them. And also it was very inspiring to see them just watching their day to day in the life vlogs and just kind of gaining insight onto what my day could have looked like. So, and then also, you know, there are some blogs and articles that I would read as well, but those are like the main components that I focus on product marketing Alliance, YouTube, and like articles that I would find about product marketing. The next one is very personal to me as well, because I struggle with this too. Do you ever deal with imposter syndrome at work? And if so, um, how did you work to overcome it? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, I, I definitely think within the first like couple of weeks at the new job that I had, it definitely almost felt like people were speaking a different language. <laughs> I'd be like, oh my goodness, like, what are they saying? And I'm just sort of like nodding my head and smiling. Like, yeah. Is this what is going on? But no, um, I overcame that because I just had to remind myself that they chose me for a reason. Mm-hmm. I am here for a reason. And there is a purpose behind why I'm here. So because I, they chose me, because I'm here, because I know the value that I bring inherently, I know that I am supposed to be here and I'm going to walk with confidence and walk with boldness. And I think another way to kind another remedy for imposter syndrome is truly just taking action because sometimes we get so into in our heads that we're like, oh my goodness, like, I don't want to make a mistake. Like, can I do this? All? But if you do it, that's proof enough that you can do it. Even if you fail epically, just the fact that you tried and you put yourself out there just shows that you have the courage and you can 
you can do it. You just need to work on doing it well. <laughs> so I think that's definitely really important to just remind yourself that you're here for a reason. Like, be confident. Like, it's difficult when you're transitioning from a new industry. But as I've, as we mentioned, you still bring a lot to the table from your past experiences and inherently by who you are. So just walk in that boldness, walk in that confidence and, and just not that oh my goodness what's gonna happen you, you've got this <laughs> i would just like to start a petition to use less acronyms because that's the number one thing that throws me off every new job is they're like they use a different acronym and i'm just like why can't we either have these acronyms be the same like everyone has like different names for different stages of their mm -hmm. funnel like everything everything is different great and um you know you talked in your LinkedIn posts, recapping your first six months, it seems like you have some really big kind of takeaways. What are other like big lessons you've taken away from your first six months in PMM? I would definitely say the biggest lesson would be giving myself grace. Mm -hmm. um, as you mentioned, like you don't necessarily, right? I know that like a lot of people, especially if you're like an overachiever, you might want to like immediately have such a big contribution. And yes, you know, you should aim to strive for excellence. You should aim to strive for, you know, to be successful. But especially within your first, like, you know, your onboarding period, your first 90 days, even you might not contribute as much as you would like, or you might not have a good handle on everything right away. But that's okay. Mm -hmm. You know, you're here to gain the experience, you're here to learn, you are going to add value, but your value may not look like what you imagined it to look right away, you know? So I definitely say give yourself a lot of grace because at the end of the day, like if you are transitioning from a new industry, from a new field, like it's not going to be easy 24 seven. It's, it's definitely gonna take work and, and experience is what will get you there. And so experience mm -hmm. takes time. So that would definitely be my biggest thing. And again, one thing that I also said in my post was that, you know, you can do hard things. Like, I never would have imagined that I would ever be in the tech industry. I never would have imagined that I could be in product marketing, but I'm doing the thing, you know what I mean? And, and I'm walking in it. And, you know, even when there are times when like there were some learning curves and learning gaps, if you just push through them, you will see that you can do it. And so that's just a lesson. Like you can do hard things. You can do things that you may not be familiar with. And just getting out of your comfort zone is also just very important as well. Like don't just settle for complacency. Don't settle for what's comfortable, what you're used to. Challenge yourself to do new things, even if it scares you. Yeah. That resilience in the face of hard things is so important. If you were to go back to yourself, like, picture time machine six months from now um, and give yourself a piece of advice your first day as a product marketer, what piece of advice would you give yourself? Um, I would say, listen, <laughs> listen, 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 listen to the advice of the people that, you know, you may be like meeting with a lot of you, the, a lot of the first like week you were like, you know, having a lot of one-on-ones with people Mm -hmm. write down those notes and like look back on them every so often because those are a lot of people dropped a lot of gems just about you know and advice about like the the role about the company and about you know even different products and what the company is all about so I would definitely say listen and um you know also I would say again reiterating the fact that you need to give yourself grace and 
And, you know, there'll be moments where you'll feel kind of like, you know, can I do this? But if you just give yourself the time to like move past those growing pains, it's going to be all right. And you're going to actually kill it. So yeah, yeah, just give yourself grace, listen, learn, and just breathe, you know, stop putting so much high, so much pressure on yourself. Just breathe. It's, it's yeah. okay. <laughs> that pressure is something that I think has come up with every single person that I've talked to. <laughs> so uh, yeah. it's something that comes up, especially when you're changing jobs and um, giving yourself that grace, breathing, listening to people all sounds like excellent, excellent mm -hmm. advice for your first day as a PMF. We're both in a learning zone still. So do you have like a skill in product marketing that you're like, this is the next thing I really want to master. Like I really want to dive deep on that in the next year or so. And what skill is that? Yeah, I want to definitely get more into pricing strategy. I haven't touched as much as that on that as I would have liked. So that's definitely something that I want to do. And I want to like, you know, optimize my sales enablement skills because I feel like sometimes a sales enablement, it's more of like, at least from my experience, it's been like more reactive than proactive. Mm -hmm. So I definitely want to be on that proactive side and like think in that strategic way where I'm like coming up with things even before it's asked, you know? And so that's something that I want to uh, push myself to do mm -hmm. for sure. That's great. Yeah. I think uh, when it comes to sales enablement, do you have an open communication with your sales team? Like, is, or like, what is your approach to it currently? And kind of like, what are you looking to move? Um, towards yeah we do have a pretty open communication um i definitely feel like it can grow um i can definitely you know i should be i want to be talking to them a lot more um but i feel like what it is now sometimes is that we're so like fixated on like the new product launches or the different things that we have going on that like sometimes those priorities are sort of like you know, taken care of. And then like the sales team has to like, again, ask for certain things. So I definitely want to make sure that again, like I was saying, being more proactive versus reactive. For sure. That's something I really want to get um, closer to as well in 2022. I listen to a lot of sales calls. So I feel like I know them all like personally, because <laughs> I've listened to so many of their interactions. Um, but I think it's, it's good to hear firsthand from people kind of like, yeah, this is, this is what's up with me. And these are the challenges I'm running into. So that's great. Sure. So do you have any other thoughts for our, our new CPMM peers out there listening? Uh, any other final thoughts? Yeah, I would just reiterate the fact that, you know, if that's what's for you will, you know, not pass you by. So for anyone that may be listening to this, that like is even interested in product marketing, you know, during the interview process or the application process, it may not always be, you know, a bed, of, a bed of roses, you know what I mean? But it's okay to have rejection because again, what's for you won't pass you by. If you're already in product marketing and you're new to it, you know, again, always continue to learn, always continue to grow. There are so many things that I still need to learn and grow within it. But again, just giving yourself that grace to do that and challenging yourself and doing things that scare you is also really important. You know, again, back on my point of you can do hard things, even if there's a project or if there's something that you want to do that you've never done before, take that leap of faith because, you know, the first time you do it, like it may not be perfect, but again, it just shows that you have the capability to do it. So give yourself that grace, you know, 
allow yourself to grow within the role and and just truly just have fun with it and also mm -hmm. just like you know expand your even just your knowledge in different ways you know continue to keep learning continue to keep growing but yeah that would, that's what i would say yeah that that is excellent advice for our our new to pmm crew every time i feel like i had a big career fail like Every time I think back in the past like five years, I either I didn't get a job or like something didn't work out or it didn't go as planned. I look back, I'm like, I'm so glad that happened, right? <laughs> like, because mm -hmm. it, it puts you on the path of where you're supposed to be. So if you're especially in that frustrating interview process, if a job passes you by, I will absolutely love your advice of that's not meant for you and you're meant for something else. And right. just, just keep on trucking everybody. Uh, yes. It'd be great. There's great things out there for all of us. So awesome. Sure. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast and sharing sharing your wisdom with everybody. Um, I really, I really loved having you on, and I'd love to have you back again sometime. Thank you so much for having me. This is really awesome. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you're interested in joining our Neuter Product Marketing group chat, send me a note on LinkedIn, and I'll add you to our crew. See you next time.